Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome to our new podcast. It's called Brooklyn Vista. And I am here with my wife. Her name is Karen. Hello. (laughs) So as you can tell, I am the shy one and she is the loud, crazy one. So um, I'll introduce myself. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. And I am studying my Masters of Divinity at Andrews University. And you are? And I am from Mexico. I was born in Montemorelos. And I, I grew up in Universidad Linda Vista. And now I moved in with my husband to Berrien Springs. Amen. So, all right. First, the reason why we started this podcast, well, I... <laughs> I came up with this idea, and I told Karen, and, just huh, go twenty minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just twenty minutes ago, but she said she would do it with me. All right, so the title, Brooklyn Vista, explain it. Um, I I'm horrible explaining, but Christopher is from Brooklyn, <laughs> and I'm from Linda Vista. All right, great. So that's why that's how we got the title Brooklyn Vista and um you know Karen actually been to Brooklyn. So what was that like? Yeah, it was cool. Why? Cuz I heard about it so much and I just I just saw it in movies and stuff and like it's famous. So it's like it's like meeting the papa. No. <laughs> like it's it's regular, like it's cool, but I mean, it's cool. I like it. I like Linda Vista. I like the fact that we could wake up in the morning and see sheep. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and it's very fresh and nice and amazing food. So we we're bringing both beautiful places together here. Yeah. All right. So all right, first topic we want to talk about. We want to talk about a few topics, and hopefully, from this first podcast episode, you all could get to know us. And we could go on our journey together. What we're going to be doing is keeping you all updated because a lot of people wonder. They see us post pictures online and they, you know, see us travel and preach and go different places. But they might wonder, like, what are you guys really like? Because you know how people have alter egos? One one way they're online Mm -hmm. and then they're not that way in real life. So, yeah. Hopefully this could allow... People who know us, family, friends, people who visit our platforms, they could listen to the podcast and get to know us and, you know, learn or grow together and see how God has been blessing our life. Because I definitely believe that God brought us together. It's been, we have miracles or miracles or miracles that we could share. And editing video is so much. Mm-hmm. So we have to do lighting and camera, and that's a lot. And then. A podcast is easy because we, I know we like to drive, and while, when we're on our drives, we like to listen to stuff like books or music, but podcast, a podcast is something that people could listen to while like they're studying and doing different things. They don't necessarily have to like watch the video, mm-hmm. so I think a podcast yeah. is kind of easier. You can do multiple stuff while listening. You could do multiple stuff, yeah. So, we're going to hear it. I always tell this story, but I'm going to let Karen tell it now. Mm. All right. How we met to now three months married. So, all right. Talk about how we met. 
because that's one question that a lot of people have, and I always tell my side of the story. Yeah. So you could tell your side. Oh, so we met in Texas. All right, but before we tell the story, <laughs> tell about your personality so they can understand you. How are you? You what, tell about what, my no, personality. What describes you as a person? What describes me as a person? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of shy and... Why? Why are you shy? I don't know. That's how I was born. Okay. I guess. <laughs> you don't seem shy to me. <laughs> well, I'm not shy when I get to know people and I'm very close to them. Like, I'm not shy with my family. I'm not shy with you and my friends. But at the beginning, I may seem very shy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, let's tell the story about... <laughs> about how we met. How you fell in love with me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go. Tell the story about how we met. Oh, from your I, perspective. For, I got to... I got to like, the canvassing team on summer of 2019. And I met my leader. He was Christopher. And he... I liked him because he was like very transparent and like sincere and like... He will tell you straight up if he likes something or he didn't like or what he was expecting and stuff. And I like like honest people, so I like him. Like some people didn't like him because he's kind of like a <laughs> strong personality, but <laughs> I liked him. <laughs> but I did like him. I don't oh. remember. I don't remember that. I thought everybody like loved my me. My sister, she was kind of like upset about you because you were like very pushy and like telling people what to do and like that <laughs> but that's okay amen I, I won't defend myself <laughs> I'll let the Lord do that you don't have to defend yourself so, I'm just saying what I'm just saying facts ju- just to just to be more specific running a canvassing team literature evangelism team is very difficult at times because the students will test you or see what they could get away with sometimes they go to sleep late they're on their cell phones they're late waking up late and in order to reach the goals and to make sure that everybody's going back to school as a leader you have to find that perfect balance between encouraging uh reprimanding leading there's so many different aspects that you have to have a balance with because you still want to make sure that the there's order and things are going smooth but then at the same time you you have situations so yeah Yeah. so yeah i thought he was cool i also thought he was attractive and yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay and then wait Uh let me tell my part on my part just for detail sake i kept it professional the whole entire time i do too like i never i never talked to him I just saying what I thought, like what I thought when I first saw you, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't like, I didn't like like you because, I don't know, we were in the program, we can't like nobody. Nah, hundred percent. And 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 that was it. Then he left. He left uh, to go as missionary to Peru. And then, well, he always says this story, but, um. He, well, like every time he will get, we will get to like um, reach a hundred books by lunchtime. He'll get us pupusas, 
So there's this time that um, one of the leader's mom, she came to teach us how to make pupusas. Rachel. Uh-huh. Rachel's mom came to teach us how to make pupusas. And then we made pupusas for breakfast that day. And I was like, wow, that's cool. Chris is missing these pupusas because I know he likes pupusas. <laughs> <laughs> and I sent him a picture of the pupusas. And I was like, yo, we made pupusas. We missed you in today's breakfast. And that was it for him. And then he came to Montemorelos and he told me he liked me. Well, one one very important part of the story is when I was when I was in the canvassing program, I always thought about Karen. I said, you know, wow, that girl's special because I saw how she canvassed and I was saying that, man, like she's walking with God. Like that that was something that meant a lot for me. So what happened was when I went to Peru, I had to leave the canvassing program. I think it was two weeks early. And I, I, got, I was called from way before I know I had the trip scheduled for me to go to Peru and go preach with Adra. And when I went to Adra at that time, I was still single. So I was looking around and I was saying, like, I knew I was there for the mission trip, so I had to stay professional. But at the same time, I was praying to God saying, Lord, please provide me a godly woman. And after I met Karen, I was thinking like, wow, Karen is like a great wife. Let, Lord, let me meet someone like Karen. So I would meet girls in, the, in Peru. And then you know how you could kind of when you meet somebody you could kind of think okay this would be a good friend or this and that most of the most of the people i met in peru they were they were more like friends they weren't anyone that i could say okay this is exactly who um i was praying for because i had a list so <laughs> yeah i had a list so i when i um when i was still thinking about karen so when she sent me that picture of the pupusas. The first thought that went through my mind was, I'm marrying her. Done. <laughs> Done. But why were you like, why were you looking for someone like Karen? Why? And not Karen. Because <laughs> you didn't. Because. <laughs> um, I don't know what it was at that time. I think, okay, what it was at that time was, I was reading this book called oh, Creeping. Yeah. I was reading this book called That's Creeping true. Compromise by Gro by Joe Cruz. And there was so many things in the book that they were saying like, oh, you shouldn't do. And I sent uh, Karen the book and she just read it and ignored it and didn't respond. So I thought like, ah, she's not interested in what I'm interested in. Then I'll just leave it alone. Oh, yeah. I remember that. So, yeah. All right. So then that was... That's part one. That was part one. That's it. That was Done. part one. Let's move to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll tell more about our story as we go forward. So let's talk about traveling to Linda Vista. Who, who you? Yeah, me. Obviously, because you <laughs> don't need to travel there. What was that like? I don't know. You were the one who traveled to Linda Vista. All right. So the first time I traveled to Linda Vista, I had to figure it out all by myself. Uh, uh, uh. Mm -hmm. We don't even want to go yeah. into that. Yeah. So, yeah, I got off the, the plane 
at Tuxla Gutierrez at night, and then I took a combi to Bochil, and then I went up, and then Karen, they picked me up from uh, the Pueblo, which is the little community, and then I met her parents for the first time. Yeah, back in the house. Yeah, that was very interesting. Why? Because <laughs> just all the different questions and getting to know your family. <laughs> I'm trying to find the balance between sharing information and not telling everything. <laughs> because Crystal's going to hear this. She might. I know. She might not. Like it? She might not hear it. Oh, she might not. Okay. So big shout out to Crystal, the best chef in the world. Yep. We love you. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about, since we're talking about that, all right? But what, what you thought about Linda Vista when you first got there? I thought it was beautiful. If anybody is listening and you have um, Google Universidad de Linda Vista in Chiapas, Mexico, that is one of the most beautiful places that you could visit in your life. The food is great. The The people are nice. You know, it was, it was kind of tough over the last two, three years because of COVID, so they have been way more strict when it came to the university. But, yeah, it's one of the, I personally, that's somewhere I would live in my what life. What difference between Linda Vista and Brooklyn? Uh, I would say one of the biggest differences is the fact that it is like a, like a big family. You know, it's hard. It's hard because you're talking about a community with like a thousand people and a city with 23 million people, mm-hmm. you know. Well, it's just this one is a city, you know. The one one is, is a city, one is a community. All right. Okay, now let's talk about, let's let's get to know us more. Let's talk about food. Karen. Food? What is your favorite, or maybe I should, maybe I should, we should ask questions about each other. Each other? Like. Uh, what is my favorite food and what is your favorite food? Well, what was my favorite food? Your favorite food is Mexican food. Guess <laughs> 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 uh, yes, what? Uh, you like tacos. Yeah, I like tacos. Okay, that's easy. But what tacos? Tacos with gluten. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kind of. Huh? Yeah, I do. I like, like I like the, anything that has, beans, salsa, aguacate, and some tortilla or chip. Okay. Yeah. So all right, so that's good. And then what about me? What do I like? You like haystacks. Yep. And hey, what are haystacks for people who are listening that don't know? Who don't know who what's haystacks? A lot of people don't know really? what haystacks are. Oh, okay. What are haystacks? It's like chips with, you can add, put lettuce, beans, tomato, lettuce, beans. tomato, avocado, like salsa, cheese, mm-hmm. anything you want. Yep. Um, is that is that your favorite? I like, I like, it's hard ever since you I like, became vegetarian yeah. to say like I have a favorite food. I guess I would say the items in the food, like, um, I, will, I like nachos the best, like haystacks and nachos. Aren't mm-hmm. those the same thing? Yeah. Haystacks and nachos. Well, 
can be. It yeah. could be. Nacho has like and cheese. cheese. Yeah. yeah. But haystacks has cheese too. But you can no. You can like just not. Yeah, you can and have them without cheese. Haystacks. But nachos, nachos you need you, cheese. Yeah. But you could you could do cheeseless nachos. Yeah. Yeah. Or vegan. Exactly. And and also I think like haystacks looks a certain way. Like haystacks, you put it on yourself or you, you split up the stuff, whereas nachos, it comes like that. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like nachos is a thing. Yeah. And haystacks is nachos a thing. Nachos can be just the chips with the cheese. That's yeah, exactly. Cheese. But that can't be haystacks. No, that's nachos. That's nachos. Exactly. Uh-huh. All right. So what have we what have we been cooking lately? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? Oh my goodness, that's horrible. Well, today we really. Today we went cook. to baguette. We do, yeah, but we do beans. Mm-hmm. We do salad. We do rice, um, sweet potato, broccoli. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess that's one of the most interesting things is surviving as seminarian students. So I'm in seminary. Uh, and I have two jobs, or three jobs, or four. <laughs> and Karen, Karen is doing her school online, so we're trying to find the balance between schoolwork, food, surviving, mm-hmm. newly married. Yeah. So today we went to Baguette de France and ate. It was really good. I had a Hawaii veggie chicken, mm-hmm. and you um. had a. Barbecue. Barbecue. But it was like $30. It yeah. was like $28. Well. That's a lot. Yeah. And that was just one meal. So imagine if we ate that nah, two times a day. That would be that. would be 60. And then 60 times 5, that's $300 for the week. Yeah. Times 4 is $1,200 on <laughs> Did you know that every time you start talking about numbers, my brain just shut down? Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> So yeah, food. We are figuring it out. Surviving. But we went shopping today. Praise God. But we're not starving. We're not starving. Thank nah. God. Thank God, God we're not starving. Never. <laughs> Never. Amen. Amen. All right. So I have a. We have a list of topics. We have a note, like a MacBook notepad open, and we're talking about different things. And we're just going down the list. All right. What is the most interesting thing about each other? You want to go first or I go first? Like you say you're most interesting about you? No, you say I... Every time we bring up a topic, we talk about each other. Because oh. that will be weird to talk about ourselves. Okay. So what's the most interesting about me and what's the most interesting just about you? Interesting about you? Yeah. Um, that you love preaching. No, from you, from your, from your point. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Why? Why it's is that interesting for me? Why? Why is that interesting? Because, it's, like, for me, it's very hard, like, talking in public and like just being so open. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> uh man, what is the most interesting thing about Karen? Hmm. I think one of the most interesting things is. I guess your art is interesting. The way what? you draw your characters, they look weird with big heads. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was interesting. Like you have an interesting way of drawing your art. Oh, right now we are actually recording this from the Finley Art Studio. 
Yup. Which is Karen's studio that she's so blessed to have. That Chris helped me building. Okay, build. Build. What <laughs> <laughs> of my English? It's <laughs> <laughs> too funny. All right. So, um, yeah, your art is very interesting. All right, let's let's talk to the master artist here. Me? Yeah. So, Karen, <laughs> wh- how does it feel being an artist? What have you been working on lately? Now I'm interviewing you. Oh, what, yeah. What have you been working on lately? Um, I'm, Right now I'm working on a book. What, what book? Special book for what? a pastor. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is making a book about the love of God. Amen. And it's like 32 illustrations and I'm at number 10. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and and so big shout out to Pastor Tara. Yeah. So she is working with Karen right now to do a book. And then and also I'm doing a new logo for you. Okay. We'll see how that comes out. <laughs> and then the new thing that we have, I don't I don't know if you all follow Karen, but she's on Instagram at Kartin underscore Finley and she just finished this bookmark so tell us about this bookmark you did well how did you come up with this concept for the bookmark well honestly truly speaking mm-hmm. i saw this girl on instagram she had like she, she was saying like oh i have this um bookmark slash um business card mm-hmm. so in what size she has like she so she puts her illustrations in there and also her information uh for people to contact her Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, that's cool. Like instead of like, I wanted to do a business card. So instead of doing business card, I decided to do this. But then, you took it to another level. And you was like, yo, let's print five thousand. Yeah. <laughs> let's print like two hundred and let's like let's like sell them and give them to people and stuff. So so yeah, it's about the the word of God. Like it's a bookmark for any book, but it talks about. Uh, the Bible, like how that it's a light for us. No, it's a blessing. I like it. They, it says, "Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path," and it has a girl reading the Bible and like the light of God shining from the Bible to her life. And then you have on the back, uh, the this is the same girl or a different girl? That's a boy. Okay, there's a boy on the back. I thought I didn't even know who that was. That was a boy. So that he was has a boy. Headphones. That was a boy, uh, walking with his Bible and the light shining. So the Bible's like a lamp. Okay. Amen. So, oh, so the Bible is like a flashlight. Amen. Mm-hmm. So if you go on Karen's Instagram or her Facebook page, you'll be able to see the the art. And so, all right. So back to you about the art. What what are T- tell us about art. Tell us about art for you, your life. When did this came? Huh? When did this became <laughs> an interview? <laughs> the interview. Just, 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 <laughs> just talk about art <laughs> and your life. Art in my life. Yeah, like what? Well, what what does just, art? Um, what does art mean to you? First of all. No, I always loved art, but I never thought I could like make it or like make a living off of it, which I'm still trying to figure it out, but. Like I decided to like take a step a step of faith because it's what I love, like and what I want to do for the rest of my life. Amen, amen. So, in, in by the grace of God, what are some of your prayers for your art career? 
Well, that I can survive off of it. Okay, That's surviving. Okay, that survive. I can like bring income to my family. Amen. Income to your family. That's a blessing. All right. What What are some of your bucket list items for art? Like, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. Like, mm, I I want to, like. I don't know. I have some ideas, and I want to get them out. Like, I want to make some books or some devotionals. And not only stuff for children. Like, I want to do stuff for, like, just my style. Illustrations, like, find my style. And, like, just, I want to do paintings. And I, I, I honestly, right now, I just want to find my style. Amen. And my niche. Amen. Amen. No, that's, that's, that's cool. I... Like, for me, from my perspective, I always try to encourage you and motivate you and tell you that you're great and amazing and to believe in yourself, even though sometimes you draw stuff and you're like, ah, I don't even like it. <laughs> and then I go crazy because I'm like, yeah. nah, you bro. You don't believe in yourself. You're the best in the world, 100%. 100%. You're the best in the world, so... For me, from what I've seen, you know, I've seen artists, but just to see you draw and to make it happen, I'm like, you got this, let's do it. But the most important thing for me is that, like, you dedicate your art to Jesus. Like, it has to have a purpose because we can make yeah. art for anything. And art is so powerful. It tells stories. Give a background of that. Like, what, what, what inspires your art? You know, like. So I made a promise to God and I told him, like, like I know, I know you're gonna help me with this, and I promise that um, like everything that I do, with the talent that you gave me is to bring you glory and to bring more people to your kingdom. Amen, amen, yep. amen. No, that's dope. That's amazing. So talk about like give some previews to some upcoming projects. Do you have anything? You got any pre? All right, not don't tell everything. <laughs> don't tell everything. But what about that last picture you just put up? My grace is sufficient because that one got like a lot of people on Instagram. They've been, they've been mm -hmm. like liking that and on Facebook. A lot of people. Well, so talk um... talk about that piece because we're looking at that piece right now. And if and if you're if you haven't liked Karen's page on Facebook, go to Facebook and type in Karen K A R E N Jimenez. J-I-M-E-N-E-Z -E Finley F-I-N-D-L-E-Y It'll come up as a Facebook page She has on a red shirt And she's smiling Go and like her page If you see any art you like Share it And if you want to follow her on Instagram It's at K-A-R-T-E-N Underscore Finley F-I-N-D-L-E-Y And go to FinleyArtStudios.com And buy a bookmark <laughs> That's the marketing that's the marketing in me. Ooh, I gotta, I gotta do, right I gotta, I gotta do the marketing. Oh my so, word. so like, talk about this art that you just did. This piece that I love. Oh. How did that come about? Well, the Grace Place, they needed a, like they just made a new room, in the church. It's for children, and Miss Ella, she wanted um, illustration for the wall, like a, a mural for the wall. So um, I was just thinking about this, like this Bible verse that says, my grace is sufficient for you. Like when I'm weak, God is stronger. Mm -hmm. And 
but I thought that like for me meant that his grace is sufficient for like not only for us but also for many people like for everybody for the whole world okay so yeah this is like embrace Jesus is embracing a bunch of people amen amen so since we brought up Jesus I'm gonna ask you a pop, uh, random pop quiz are no. you ready are you ready what okay. Okay, how does that verse, in your opinion and experience, how does my grace is sufficient, uh, my grace is sufficient for you, how does that connect to the gospel? And first of all, before we talk about, because you know I like to talk about the gospel, what for you, what is the gospel? Uh, the gospel is that Jesus died for us so we can have eternal life. Amen, amen, amen. So, like, how how does that, like, art that you made, how does that connect to the gospel? Well, it's the same thing. Okay, how? Well, that he had grace, he had this love, so big, so enough and sufficient amen. that he covered all of us Amen. with his blood amen but like let's say somebody who's listening to this let's say we have a friend like i got i have friends from new york that may they know about god but they may not like have that personal relationship with jesus and they may i have a lot of friends that are believers but if somebody was a non-believer right mm -hmm. what and and this is the first time they're even in this podcast like this is the first time they're hearing about my grace is sufficient for you and the gospel why is that important to somebody who may have never heard it before? Why is that information that they should even listen to or consider? From your perspective. Mm. Well, the, the Bible verses that his power is made perfect in our weakness. So Paul is saying like, now I can boast in my weakness. So if you feel like you are not enough or like your life is not perfect or you're not perfect, well, nobody is perfect. And and Jesus, he's like, don't, don't worry. Like everything that you are lacking off, I am going to cover that. Like I, I lived a perfect life so you can have access to it. And now this perfect life that I lived is, is yours. So all your weakness... Um, in all your weakness, I am even, even stronger and perfect and better. So you don't have to be perfect. Because you can't live a perfect life, but Jesus can. Amen. And he did. And he did. And he did. You know, and, 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 and that's my life for me personally. That's what's been taking over my life lately. Like the gospel. Because I come to realize that a lot of people don't know what the gospel is. Like when I go into parking lots, when I go into businesses... I would simply ask a simple question to someone who I'm talking to. I would say, what is the gospel? What Share with me, what do you believe the gospel is? And a lot of people, they will say things like, oh, it's the Bible. It's the word of God, which which is true. You can find the Bible, the gospel in the Bible, but the gospel is very specific. Is the fact that when humanity was created by God, they disobeyed, they ate from the tree of knowledge and good and of knowledge of good and evil, and you can find that in Genesis one, two, and three. 
and uh, Genesis 3, there was a promise from God after Adam and Eve ate from the tree. He promised them that basically it was a prophecy made to say like, I'm going to separate those who love me, those who are my children, and those who are the offspring of the enemy, those who are the ones who want to disobey. So ever since even creation, God had a plan that he will send his son to die for sin, to for evil, to die to destroy it, basically. And we needed a perfect sacrifice. That's when Jesus came to this earth and he lived that perfect life. So when he died on the cross and we looked to him in faith, instead of looking at all our, our mistakes, we actually are what we call atoned for, meaning Christ's life is placed on us. And then the death that he died on the cross that we deserve, he took that death for us. And now all of our sins are washed by the blood. So this is why the life is so important because Christ's life is our example. Christ's life is our everything in a way where everything that was written about in the Bible about Jesus, that's our example. The death on the cross, he took all of our sins, every mistake we've made, all the guilt, all the pain, and he placed it on himself on the cross and he died for us. But then the third part of the gospel is the fact that Christ actually resurrected. And that's where this weekend comes around. And you just actually did some art on mm -hmm. the resurrection too. Mm -hmm. So Christ resurrected. And if you read in John 20, it talks about Christ. He resurrected and then he appeared to his disciples. It's so important because this three part of the gospel, his life, his death, and his resurrection through faith, us believing in Christ, it actually, that gospel comes alive in us and it changes our life forever. Because instead of feeling guilt, instead of feeling pain, instead of feeling ashamed of our past, we actually could look towards Jesus in faith, believing that he lived the perfect life for us. He died the death on the cross in our place. And then he lives now. He rose again. And he's actually alive and living now, empowering us every day through the power of the Holy Spirit. So now, if you never did this before, you could. if you never experienced Christ before, I am speaking from a personal testimony that ever since I had faith in Jesus and I accepted him as my Lord and Savior, where I said, Lord, I trust you. I want to get to know you. I want to accept you into my life. I ask for your forgiveness for all my mistakes, all my sins, everything I've done that was wrong. I want to be baptized and give my life to you. Everything changed. I experienced, I started to experience perfect peace, like peace that passed all understanding. And, and I'm bringing this up. Why am I bringing this up? Like I've been talking about this for the last five minutes. I'm bringing this up because if there's anything that you listen to or you get from our life and everything it's our prayer deepest in my heart is that people will come to know jesus whether it be from my preaching from my ministry through karen's art and karen you could say how you feel about that because i know you just did uh a piece on the resurrection right mm -hmm. so talk about that piece that you just did um i 
I didn't know you was going to start preaching. Who? <laughs> you. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize. Like, so, oh, yeah. That's another thing. I just, I preach all the time. So, that's just. Talk about that, too. Talk about that. Like. About what? How I just randomly it's start just preaching. just random. You would just preach. Just the way you would just approach someone. It's the same way you just, just start preaching. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm doing this art about. Well, I did already. I'll post it tomorrow. I did. It's about it's like a comparison between comparison compare com compare comparison comparisons okay between the when Jesus was born and when Jesus resurrected, so it's the tomb the tomb, tomb yeah the tomb tomb, tomb mm-hmm. and the thing where Jesus was born. All right, <laughs> so everyone, Karen, this is not her first language. Her first language is in Spanish, so. Say that whole thing you were just about to say in Spanish real quick, just so they know that you actually do speak Spanish too. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Say the whole thing you about to say in Spanish real quick, just so they know. Okay, so es, la, la pieza es como que mitad, um, mitad la tumba donde Jesús murió y resucitó, y la otra mitad es el, el pesebre, bueno, la, el establo donde Jesús nació. Entonces, well, that, that's what I said. So say it, translate it for us now. No, uh, because I don't know how to say establo. Established. No, establo. What's that? It's, it's the thing where you have oh, the animals. A stable. Where, where Jesus a stable. Born. A stable. Stable? Yeah. Really? Establo. Like stable. I didn't know that. It sounds like established. Establo. No, it's like okay. the, that's how you call the place where, where you put the animals. Where Jesus was born. Yeah, no, yeah? I get it. I, just, I, didn't, I didn't know that was stable. So <laughs> okay, I know whatever. enough just to let everybody know. Everybody wonders how much Spanish do you actually speak? I believe I speak just enough Spanish to survive. Yeah, that's right. I speak. If you put me in a situation, but and if I, you if you ask him if he speaks Spanish, he says, "Oh, sí, perfecto, español." <laughs> <laughs> because I believe it myself. Yeah. That's why. All right, we got two minutes left because we want to leave this. Should we stop at 40 or 45? 40. 40? Yeah. All right, so what do you want to leave everybody with the last two minutes? If this is the first episode, if, if there's anything you want them to know, what is it in these last two minutes? Like, what what is it? Anything we missing? Anything that you mm. is important about us? I don't know. Anything? Jesus loves me. Jesus this I know. know. <laughs> For the Bible <laughs> tells me That's so. <laughs> I don't know. Thank you if you are still listening. Yeah. Thank you for everyone. If you're still listening, we appreciate you all. Um, <laughs> hopefully by listening to this podcast, you get to have a more insight of just us and what's going on in our life. And we pray that you can be inspired too. You know, if you see Karen doing her art, yeah. I pray that it could inspire you to follow, follow the, your calling. Yeah, follow your calling that God called you to do. Um, If you're listening to this I just want to let you know, and this is from from me speaking to you from as a friend, as a brother in Christ. What if you're listening to this? God has a special plan for your life. There's every single person that God made is made with talent and individuality. So if you're listening to this, I want to let you know that embrace that talent. And if you haven't prayed before, I want to use this moment to pray for you and pray over you. And you could think in your mind of a prayer request that you have. And you could say it out loud. And I know God will hear it. But Karen, you want to pray first? And then I pray second? Mm-hmm. 
So we want to take this moment to pray for you and ask God to um, bless your life, whoever it is that's listening. If you're listening, we thank you for joining us. We pray that we can continue to keep you all updated with the different miracles that we've experienced in our life. And even us coming together and getting married now is a miracle. And hopefully we could continue to share more and more of the story with you. But we want to take this moment. I don't know if anybody has ever prayed for you before or prayed over you. But we believe in God. We believe in Jesus Christ. And we want to pray for you. Okay? We want to pray. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I thank you for everyone that's listening. And I want to pray that for those who may not have come to a saving relationship with Jesus, I pray that you will continue to reveal yourself to them and your Holy Spirit. I pray that you will put your spirit inside of our minds, inside of our hearts, so that we could think the right thoughts, we could use the right words, we could love, we could forgive, we could move forward in faith so that we can be a blessing to those around us, Lord. We pray for your life to live inside of us, that the Holy Spirit will bring your presence in our life. I pray that you will bless Karen and her art and her journey. I pray that you will bless me as a new husband, as a leader, as a student. Be with me during this MDiv journey. And I pray that you could continue to give us strength and peace while we navigate through life. I pray for Karen's art, that you will continue to bless her and give her inspiration and new ideas. Bless her in her school. Bless her with the projects, the book projects that she's doing. And for the person that's listening, uh, Lord, we put our sins, our mistakes, everything we've done in front of you, Lord. And we pray that you could cleanse us. We pray that you could forgive us. We pray that you could help us move forward in faith every day as your child that you died on the cross for. And we thank you, Lord. So this month when we are celebrating your resurrection, we want to thank you for what you've done for us. And we want to proclaim in faith that you are living, you are alive. And one day we will see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you so much. We love you all. And remember, for you to uh, go on Instagram, Facebook, you can look up Karen Jimenez Finley. And AdventPreaching.com. And AdventPreaching.com. <laughs> Both. All right, love you all. Bye. Bye.